Welcome to the ADHD Fempreneur Podcast, where we unleash the power of the ADHD entrepreneurial mind. I'm Kerry Fitzgibbon. Ladies, let's turn your superpower into success. Welcome to episode five of the ADHD Fempreneur. Today, we're going to be talking about the seven problems ADHD Fempreneurs encounter and the clever techniques to conquer them. So first of all, if you're a a female entrepreneur or an ADHD, if you've got ADHD and you're a female entrepreneur, things can sometimes be a little bit more difficult for us. And you might have experienced this, this yourself as you're going through business. And first of all, you know, especially when you're starting out in business, you have to wear so many different hats. So you have to be essentially the person that makes up, you know, the business ideas. You have to be the marketer. You have to be the salesperson. You have to be customer service. Uh, And all of this stuff can really take its toll. You have to do the accounting and so on, especially when we first start out and we can't afford to, to pay people to do it for us. And this actually can come with a whole heap of challenges and can certainly sort of get in the way of you really, you know, doing the cool stuff, like making the money and doing the stuff that you really, really want to do. So today I really wanted to focus on, okay, how do we get through um, some of those, you know, issues, I guess, or problems that we specifically have as ADHDers. And um, there are probably way more than these, but these are kind of really the seven main ones um, that, you know, tend to be problems for us ADHD fempreneurs. Um, you know, although you might have some different, but see whether you can actually relate to any of these. And I'm going to teach you, you know, to go through exactly what the problem is and then, you know, solutions to how you can get through that to, like I say, get to the good stuff, which is making the money. First of all, the seven key ones are motivation. Then we've got time management issues, which all of this stuff comes with focus as well, or lack of focus. We get analysis by paralysis. So sometimes people call it perfectionism. The next one is imposter syndrome. Um, and I'll be going through that. Uh, there's one called rejection sensitivity disorder as well. I'd never even heard of this one before, but I uh, certainly do struggle from it from time to time. And then you've got uh, burnout, of course. Um, and burnout, of course, can hit a lot of business owners, but especially ADHD is because of some of the other reasons why. And another thing that can be a bit of a problem in business is loneliness as well. So let's first tackle motivation, right? Now, typically we are motivated if we are really, really interested in doing things. And especially when you first start out in business, when you first start out, you're so excited. You're motivated to do absolutely everything, right? And you're really, really excited by it. And then as time goes on, things start to perhaps fall apart and then you can lack motivation. And it's especially when like, um, let's just say you've gone down the path, you've set up your business and you know, you want to make money straight away. But the reality is that's not always the case. So if you're not making the money, then it's sometimes really, really hard to get motivated to continue getting up to do that thing. And especially when it's things that you don't enjoy doing, you know, all that those different hats as business owners that we have to wear. You know, for me, for instance, I really hate bookwork, accounting and bookwork, right? It's the last thing I want to do. But if you haven't got someone to do that for you, or you can't afford to pay for someone to do that, that is, you know, a key thing that you have to do. So it's really, really difficult to, I guess, you know, sometimes have that motivation and especially us with ADHD. So, Here is the solution to actually getting and finding more motivation. So 
You want to find people who walk the walk and are the same as you, perhaps, that you can chat to on a regular basis. And I want to share with you when I first started out in business, I had uh, some mentors that I, I turned to. And uh, essentially, whenever I was sort of lacking motivation, didn't know what I was doing and so on, I turned to them for guidance and direction and that helped me through. So one of the key things that you can do is perhaps get yourself a, uh, a business coach or specifically one that can know a little bit about ADHD, right? The other thing is, you know, join an ADHD community where you've got other business owners in there as well. And they can certainly uh, guide and, um, and motivate you through, you know, the lack of, I guess. So I always surround myself with people who can uplift me. Now, whether they're ADHD people or not, and sometimes it's actually really good to find yourself a neurotypical friend because they will look at things or a neurotypical business owner who is doing what you want to do and turn to them for advice uh, or turn to them for motivation. So the key things are if you're lacking motivation, you've got ADHD, it's hard to pull through, then Get yourself an ADHD business coach to help you through it or join an ADHD community or find someone who can support you through those, those days where you're less motivated. And sometimes it can be that neurotypical uh, business owner or friend as well. So the second uh, problem that we have as ADHD is, is time management, otherwise known as time blindness, right? It's so, so easy uh, to start your day with all good intentions and next minute it's the end of the day and you haven't even done anything perhaps that you wanted or should have been doing. Um, and so this comes hand in hand with a little bit of focus as well, right? So time management, especially because we are easily distracted, can be a real, real issue. And I don't know about you, but you know, have you ever found yourself starting a task? Now, Give you an example, for instance, let's just say you need to do a bit of marketing. Now we know to do marketing, you need to, and, and branding yourself, you possibly need to do videos. Okay. So videos is marketing. So you're sitting down to do a, uh, record a video and all of a sudden, as before you start recording it, you realize that perhaps if you're filming off your phone, your phone goes flat. So you need a cord. So you go search around in your cord box. I don't know about you. I've got a cord box. I actually have had cords absolutely everywhere, power cords and stuff, until my partner put it in a nice big box for me. Now it's like a big box of screwed up knotted spaghetti, to be honest. So you need a film, phone goes flat, go to the cord box, go, oh, well, whilst I'm here, I might just organize all these cords in this cord box. And so unwrap all the cords and so on. And then all of a sudden you find the little toy that you'd bought. So mine was a 360E Insta camera. It's about the size of, you know, it's, it's only like the size of, I guess, one of your fingers. Okay. This little camera you can mount anywhere and film stuff. So you find the camera that you, you, you bought as on an impulse buy and you go, oh, wow. <laughs> I remember I was going to put that in the bottom of a, a, a cup because it's waterproof and make a smoothie for my other brand. So I've got a Marathon Girl brand. And so then I grab this camera and go out into the kitchen and pop it in the glass and realize, oh, I need bananas. So go down to the shop and then the rest is history. Okay. So <laughs> that's film or the, the 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 video that you were meant to be doing for marketing has turned into a million un, un, <laughs> and one unfinished tasks. And that is the absolute reality of 
ADHD, right? So it's called time management. We are not good at it. It is not one of our superpowers. Time blindness is another one, which means that we don't realize how long it takes to do things. So for instance, let's just say we have an appointment and we have that appointment at nine o'clock, let's just say. And we know, well, we don't know. For some reason, we feel like it's only going to take us 10 minutes to get there. In fact, my key thing, and I bet you can relate to this, is people say, oh, how far away are you? I'll be there in five minutes. I'm five minutes away. And then my partner turns around and says, Kerry, you know it's a half an hour drive, don't you? You're actually not going to be there in five minutes. <laughs> and I know you'll be able to relate to that. So that's called a, a time blindness. We just don't have any awareness of of time. And that is all perfectly fine, but a little bit frustrating in business and it can slow you down. All right. So here is, uh, is the solution to, I guess, uh, time management and, uh, and time blindness. The first task you should do of the day is what I call the money making task, right? So I have to I have to do a to-do list, really have to. Most days of the week, and I know you can relate to this, I cross out Monday and I put Tuesday on there. And then I cross out Tuesday and I put Wednesday on there, but nothing else is getting crossed out. So something gets crossed out on my to-do list, but it's not the tasks. So I make sure every day, the first task I do in business is what I call the money-making task. It's something that's going to generate money. So whether that be a social media marketing video, whether that be switching on an ad, whether that is sending out an email to my list, it's whether it's, you know, booking an appointment and so on, it's a money-making task. So at least if you've done that one task, at least you've done something that's going to generate income for the day. So that's the very first thing. Okay. The second thing is the to-do list. I know it's, you know, it can be super frustrating. I couldn't live without my to-do list. Uh, I don't cross a lot of things off it, but could not live without it. And I think it's really, really important because what happens is we have so many thoughts and uh, so many things going through our head at 100 miles an hour. It's easy to get distracted and it's easy to forget. So, uh, and obviously, you know, uh, hard to juggle your time and so on. So I always have my to-do list and I have my non-negotiables. So the non-negotiable of the day is something that generates income and then all the other non-negotiables on the list. And the key thing to this is you actually really only should have about four things. I think it, it's, it's, the, it's a magic number. Four things for ADHD is to have on a list. You can have other things off to the side, the other, the other negotiables, but your four key things for the day, and one of them should be a money-making task. The other thing, suggestion is, and uh, you may be able to relate to this, is how many tabs do you have open on your computer? I, at any given time, have about, Oh, 50 tabs open up in a browser because what happens is I'll start to do one task and then I'll go, oh, that's right. I'm going to go and Google this thing over here and I'll open another task. Oh, wait a minute. I need to do an ad. So I'll open another tab and so on. So close all other tabs. Here's a little tip, something that I do, right? I have two browsers. I have my browser that's my working browser. That's what I'm working on right now. And it only has one tab. And that's the thing that I'm working on right now. Then if I'm going to do research and I'm going to do other things, I open up a second browser or have another computer, right? So it doesn't slow it down as much and have my tabs on mostly actually another computer or another browser if you've only got access to, to one computer and have all your research and everything in, in, in that browser or on the other computer, 
Okay. So your tab, one tab that you're working on right now and any other tabs, and you can still have them open. I'm not going to tell you not to open tabs on your computer because, you know, let's face it, we need to be looking at all those other things and whatever else and doing all the research and stuff. Have them on another computer or another browser. So that's another little tip uh, to, to help you stay on track. And the other thing is setting timers, right? Now, realistically, if you are really enjoying something and it is fun for you, then focus is easy. In fact, we hyper-focus. But there are tasks in the day that are not going to be very exciting and whatnot. So what you do is you sit down sit down with a 20-minute timer and you get as much done in that 20 minutes as possible. Just sit there. If 10 minutes is all you can do, 10 minutes be it, right? But set a timer for a certain amount of time. And then after it goes off, no matter what you're doing, you hop up and you walk away, right? Do something that's going to give you a little dopamine hit. So it might be, you know, uh, jumping up and down on the spot or going and listening to music or ringing up someone who makes you laugh or watching a funny video, but preferably walking away from your work, right? Going to the fridge and grabbing chocolate is an all-time favourite of mine as well. So those are the things that you can do to uh, help with your, with your time management. Remember, we're setting a timer, we're closing all tabs on our computer, and our first task of the day is a money-making task, and we're going to do the to-do list as well, all right? And only have around about four things on that to-do list that are non-negotiables, and then you have your negotiable things off to the side that can be left till, you know, three months later because you're probably never going to get to them. <laughs> Alrighty, so... The third problem that we face is analysis by paralysis, otherwise known as perfectionism. All right? It's really, really easy for us ADHDs to be perfectionists, believe it or not, even though people don't think we are because, you know, we do make mistakes. Uh, we seem like we're distracted. We seem like we don't focus. Uh, we miss appointments and things like that. OK, so people think that we uh, do not have attention to detail and maybe attention to detail might not be a key thing. But we tend to be perfectionists. And as part of that, we can get paralyzed with overanalyzing things, right? And, uh, and so, you know, you've been in a situation where you're trying to think of a business name. And this is a key one I find that a lot of ADHD fempreneurs have issues with. It's coming up with the brand business name. What shall I call my business or what shall I call my thing? Um, and so with that, they, they stall. Now, I know branding experts out there will say to you, yeah, you know, the name's really important, the fonts are really important, the colours are really important on your branding and so on. Yes, they are, but they are, if they're going to stop you from moving forward, then they're not important, right? Just get something out there, start with something, get the feedback, and then once you've got the feedback, then you can start to perfect things. There was a, there's, there's a saying, and I absolutely love it, is progress is better than perfection. So if you are one of those people that are struggling to move forward because you're overanalyzing stuff, and what that can happen with that is that we tend to not trust our own opinion and we'll go and chat to other people. And in chatting to other people sometimes, those people are not on the same path as you. And they might be well-meaning, you know, friends or family or other business owners that aren't walking your path that might not be ADHDers. And they might give you some bad advice, to be honest, right? Um, and if you listen to them, then and, and it's because you're, you're, you're paralyzed from moving forward because you can't make a decision, you go and, uh, and ask other people that might not be qualified to give you the right answers anyway. And then sometimes you don't end up doing the thing that you're meant to do or the thing that you want to do, or the thing that's going to make you the money, because you've got asked for too many, you know, uh, asked other people their opinions. So the key way around 
the analysis paralysis issue is just to move forward. Progress is better than perfection and it might not be perfect and that's okay. Doing something is better than getting it perfect. And let's face it, if you're like me and like other ADHDers out there, it's never going to be right, right? Um, and I actually have heard that, hear this over the years. It's like, when is the right time to start a business? Oh, you know, well, uh, you know, well, you know. For instance, when we had the pandemic, you know, I had business owners saying, "Oh, you know, I'm not going to start now. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait until this uh, this pandemic is over." Well, if they'd waited, if and people did, then you know, three years on, <laughs> they wouldn't have started. So don't wait. The time is now. Now, don't over analyze or if you find yourself over analyzing try and stop yourself and again I cannot stress this enough what gets me through most of these problems is finding a person who's where I want to be and listening to them right find a person that's achieving um, the business success that you want to achieve and Either hire them as a coach, you know, buy their training courses, or, uh, or 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 chat to them if you get get an opportunity to do that. Right, so that gets you through your analysis through uh, analysis para paralysis or perfectionism, so to speak. All right, so the fifth problem that most of us ADHD fempreneurs uh, have along the way is called rejection sensitivity disorder. It's a thing. <laughs> ever thought rejection sensitivity disorder and you might be sitting there going oh yes so that's the time where let's just say you've got an email list and you've sent out an email to all your people on your email list and someone unsubscribes and all you can do is focus on that person that unsubscribed not the 5,000 others that are still subscribed right or maybe and this is a really really big one I see time and time again, you've put out a post and the post might be about your product or service and it's really, really good. And some, we call them trolls, someone comes onto the post and says something negative, right? And all you do is focus on that negative thing. And that is actually part of rejection sensitivity disorder. We are so much more sensitive than the average people out there or so much more sensitive than the neurotypical people out there, okay? Because, you know, we've spent life being different. Different doesn't mean it's bad, but when you went through school, you couldn't focus at school. Uh, you know, you're late for school. Uh, school grades weren't great, let's just say. Um, you know, didn't make friends, made friends really easily, but felt like they were always talking behind, behind your back and so on. There's all these things that have happened that were in our younger environment that made us think that there was something wrong with us, right? You know, well, why aren't you finishing your homework? You know, why didn't you study for the test? Or maybe you studied for the test really, really fast. So we end up with this, well, these, what are really cool traits, you know, when you know, know how to harness them, they end up being seen as negative. And because they're negative, you start to feel like you're rejected and that the things that you do aren't you know, um, that people aren't going to like you and so on. So that's called rejection sensitivity disorder. So it's so easy to get, you know, hyper-focused on that one negative person, that one negative, that unsubscribe, that one negative comment on your stuff, that one person that said something negative and not focus on the 15 to 20 other people that actually love your things. So the easy way to sort of, you know, uh, get over this rejection disorder is to a, surround yourself with people that absolutely 
love you and support you and love your quirks uh, is one of the things. One of the reasons why we have this rejection, this rejection sensitivity disorder is because it's our emotions. We let our emotions take over. So sometimes it's a good time to just sort of sit back, sit back and think, okay, is this real? Are the emotions that I'm feeling about this one unsubscribe, are they are they real? Is it a big problem in the bigger picture? And just sort of really check yourself with that sort of sort of stuff as well. And um, and high five yourself, right? I, I have a common thing that I say to my clients. And we and you know, with with your ADHD or not, sometimes if someone says a nasty thing on your posts, it is really easy to go down that rabbit hole and focus on that. Let alone, you know, the 15 other people that have said you're amazing and love you, right? It's like that one person. If you have trolls and people that are negative on your social media, I want you to take your hand put it up in the air and high five the air or go and high five someone or give yourself a high five. <laughs> because the further you climb up the ladder, the more successful you are, the more people don't like you. And that's just the reality of it. So it means that you're getting successful. So that's an absolute positive thing. right? So um, the sixth problem that we faced is called imposter syndrome, that good old imposter syndrome, that time where you know what you're doing, you're an expert in it, you've been doing it for years, or maybe you haven't, maybe you've just started out doing it, but it's your gift, it's your passion, it's your calling, so to speak. And you look around and compare yourself to others and you go, wow, this person over here does so much better than me, you know, or who wants to listen to me? Um, you know, what can I actually talk about if I was going to brand myself and talk about in videos? Who wants to listen to little old me, right? And you start to go into that, well, I'm not good enough, aka imposter syndrome. And in fact, I go around the world now and I speak at, you know, events and some of those events I have, you know, a few thousand few thousand people in the room and, talk, and I talk about, you know, marketing and building successful businesses and so on. And I will ask people, you know, hey, listen, who in the room feels like you're an imposter, right? Who's got imposter syndrome? I can tell you now, majority of the people put their hands up and believe they are. And in fact, another stat for you, 60% of entrepreneurs out there are said to have ADHD, whether they know it or not. So hence the reason most business owners and entrepreneurs out there have this imposter syndrome, right? So if you feel yourself doing that, the key things to that is, you know, just build, you need to build your confidence in yourself, in your business, in your brand. If you don't do then you're not, if you don't do that, it's harder to be able to help others. Sometimes the reason why we get into business is, you know, A, it's fun, B, we're passionate, and see, we can make a lot of money, but it is also to help others. So have confidence in yourself. You're one step ahead of your clients, I can guarantee it. And 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 um, and you know, again, find people that can support you and can and can help you, you know, with your imposter syndrome if that's you as well. So the sixth problem that we have is burnout. Let's face it, you're trying to wear all those million hats. Your brain's going a million miles an hour. You're trying to do absolutely everything. And especially us with ADHD is we're always trying to prove a point, always trying to prove that point. So it's quite easy to get burnt out. And you're running on adrenaline most of the time and you're pulling in dopamine as quickly as you can to do stuff and whatever else. And it's so, so easy to get burnt out. It's really, really important that you take time out, right? Even if you don't think you need to take time out, take time out and celebrate, celebrate your successes and then take time out. One of the things that I do that helps a lot um, is I set myself a holiday, 
right? And I make sure that I plan that holiday. That gives me something to look forward to. That gives me my dopamine hit throughout the day. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm feeling a bit low. Let's go and see what holiday holiday I can plan. And then I go and take that holiday switch off, right? So that should help a little bit with burnout. And the last thing that we often have a problem with is loneliness. It can be super, super lonely being an ADHD fempreneur. But just because it's lonely doesn't mean you have to do it on your own. You can get yourself a community of people that are, you know, are helping support you along the way. And another thing that we can do, it's called body doubling. I only, only just recently heard about this body doubling. I didn't realize that I needed someone in the room who didn't necessarily distract me, although I could distract them, but someone just sitting in the room being my body double so that I could just bounce off them along the way or I could feel their energy. So sometimes it's good to get yourself someone who will just sit there. They don't necessarily need to be a colleague or anything like that. Uh, you know, I, I can't work in co-working spaces because I get too distracted, but quite often I'll call a friend up and say, hey, can you come over? Or I'll fly one in from Sydney <laughs> to come stay with me and, and, and be my body double to bounce things off as well. So that's how you can beat loneliness. Join communities, get yourself a body double someone who um, will be around you as well. And last but not least, one of the problems that we have, especially if you're an ADHD fempreneur with little uh, children or big children or any children. So if you're a mum, is the guilt, the guilt of running the business, the guilt of, you know, being late, picking up your children from school, the guilt of not being like the other mothers out there and burning the candle at both ends and whatever else. Listen, be kind to yourself. You're amazing. Just because you have ADHD doesn't mean that you uh, can't be successful. You can have ADHD, you can be successful, you can um, help people, and you can be the best mum in the world. So be kind to yourself. You're not alone. Um, and I hope this episode helped you with you know, some of the key problems. If you can relate to any of them, love to hear from you and let, uh, let me know. Um, now, if you loved this episode and the ADHD Fempreneur podcast, make sure that you give me a five-star rating on Spotify or Apple podcast and subscribe to my YouTube channel. If you are an ADHD Fempreneur and you feel like that I can help you take your superpower to success, then I would love for you to reach out. I do have my website uh, link down below. Make sure you click on the website and, uh, and contact me. And I look forward to helping you uh, turn your superpower into success.